the first thing we got to talk about, there is currently a basketball renaissance in New York City. Donovan, I, I want you to start us off and talk about the Knicks, who are... What's their, what's their winning streak right now? Uh, we're at seven games. Dude. Seven games in a row from the New York Knicks. It's ridiculous. Listen. Talk, talk about it. We're winning the NBA Finals. It's, oh, okay. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Talk less uh, about it. Never mind. Yeah. No, for real. Um, it's, been, it's been really, really like exciting to see. I remember I texted... Isaac, I texted you like three weeks ago. And I was like, I, I'm not having fun watching the, watching the Knicks. <laughs> it was just a weird, weird situation of like... Like there's no defense being played. The fit between Brunson and Randall and Barrett and all those things kind of weren't coming together. RJ's had a really like down season to keep it yeah. short. Um, Rand- <laughs> Randall's yeah. also having like you know up and down this year. But over the last I, I guess like ten games, yeah, they've really really gotten back to the identity that they set two years ago, where they made it to the four seed in the East. They they were hosting a, a playoff series against the Hawks. And that's because of of their defense, and the defense has really come through over the last ten games. They've gone from kind of like a mid defensive team; they're the best defensive team in the league over the last ten games. They have the that's best, crazy to say. They have the like, best defensive. It's yeah. wild. It's wild. And the craziest part about all of it is, it's because of Quentin Grimes. Yeah, they, is he the difference maker? I guess so. They so Grimes was supposed to be in the starting lineup at the beginning of the season. He had some injuries and so he's been like in and out. And finally, Tibbs has just said, like, listen, I'm we're gonna go all in on defense. Like I'm I just have to try something. And so Grimes has been in the starting lineup and so you've had Brunson, Grimes, Barrett, Randall, and Mitchell Robinson, and they're just dominating teams they're <laughs> dominating them de- yeah, defense they're top 10 in defense for the year now they're at ninth according to cleaning glass which is wow i think they started off like 23rd for the first few weeks so that's a pretty pretty big difference in 10 games it's yeah. it's it's ridiculous and so now like you're so now like the the rotation is much shorter for new york they they only play like eight to nine guys a night and especially with obi Toppin being hurt the rotation is really really um shrunk but i think for them this is kind of the only thing that you want. Like, there's a clear ceiling on it's the confidence. Knicks. Yeah, there's a clear ceiling on what the Knicks can do. But the fact that they are embracing the identity of their head coach for Tibbs kind of seems like everything is going to stay above water for, I guess, you know, at least another 10 games, right? We'll see yeah. what they look like on Christmas. That's going to be a big spot for them. But listen, I'm happy right now. I'm, ha- I'm happy. I'm, <laughs> Good. Good. That's it. That's, that's literally is, all I can all I can ask for. One thing that I want to say is that throughout the tumultuous season that the Knicks have had so far, the only thing that has remained constant is the dude that I who had my vote for most improved player of the year, and y'all were looking at me like I was crazy. Y'all were yeah. looking at me like I was crazy. He's not gonna win it though. Eh, what? He has a he's strong still, chance. He's not gonna win most improved. Who's gonna win it? Tyrese. Probably. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, close. Halliburton, yeah. It's close. It's close. Okay. But yeah, keep going. Keep going. Tell, so, tell us what Jalen Brunson has impressed you with. Jalen Brunson has impressed me simply because of how consistent he is night in and night out. Your second and third best option, Julius Randle. He has better, I guess, counting stats than uh, Jalen Brunson. But at the end of the day, everyone knows that everyone knows who's going who's to take the last shot. Everyone knows what they're going to get out of a guy like Jalen Brunson. With, Ju- with Julius Randle, it's up and down. And as over this this win streak that they've had in this turnaround, it's been mostly up and he's been more locked in defensively and things like that. And RJ Barrett has been up as well, but 
those two have been like hella. They were going haywire, and for someone like Jalen Brunson to come in to come in from this offseason and just be the only thing that Knicks fans have to look forward to and just hold that confidence in, it's beautiful. And this is what the Knicks needed, like yeah. for a long time. He's the best point guard that they've had that they've had since who? Uh, Derek. Who knows? Rose, long time. First time or Raymond Felton. Those are nasty names, man. <laughs> yeah. See, you you briefly mentioned Julius Randle as like he's had better counter stats. But this seven-game win streak has been propelled by him. Like, he has been yeah. incredible. Like, he's been as good as he was a couple of years ago, if not even better in some aspects. Yeah. I think over this seven-game win streak, if I remember, he's averaging, like, 27 points and, like, over 10 rebounds. Like, he's been killing it. Like, for the season, I'm looking at the numbers now, he's up to 55% on two-pointers, which is where he was better than where he was two years ago. He was at 51% two years ago. Yeah. And that's because he's, like, been destroying at the rim. Like, even when he, we saw good Julius Randle, he's never been a good rim scorer. It was because his jump shot was, like, hot as fuck for one year. Yeah. But yeah, he's at 68% of the rim. Before that, his career high was 60, except for the days back when he was just, like, a rim roller. It wasn't, like, a ball handler. Yeah. That's a pretty big difference. No, it's it's huge. And over the last 10 games, um, he's at, he's at 26.5 points per game. He's at 10 rebounds per game. Four assists, what a guy. Right? Four, four assists. And the efficiency is, like, it's cool for a guy who's who's shooting a lot of jump shots. He's at forty four percent, so like it's manageable. Three point shot is at thirty four percent. That's very passable. Um, I again, I don't think he's ever he's never going to get back to contract Julius Randle. And I yeah. think I think if you are expecting that to happen, you've been tricked because <laughs> because he was literally playing for yeah. for these dollars, right? He got second te- he got second team all, all NBA. He was 24 <laughs> 10 and 6 and Crazy. everybody thought that he was here and he was just like, "Nah, like I just have to get this bread." And so <laughs> Yeah, but he's 23 9 and 4 for the season now. Like that's pretty good. Like yeah, it's he's cool. no longer it's like cool. last year we were like, "Oh, this might be one of the worst contracts in the league." Like who the fuck wants Julius Randle yeah. on their team? And now he's still not like I want him to be my top shot maker, but he's at least providing value to them. He's not yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll say. I'll say that. I was about to be rude and say that he's not like he's not losing them value and that he's just average. I think for the nah, he's for, solid. He's a good player. Yeah. Yeah. I I also will always have a bad taste in my mouth because the summer of 2019 when the Knicks were supposed to have like that influx with like KD, Kyrie, and Zion and like that whole like dream scenario. Yeah. And then 20 minutes after KD and, and Kyrie signed with the Brooklyn Nets, who are 20 minutes away. They go out and release a statement. It's like, hey, guys, we, we have Julius Randle on the way. Let's be excited. <laughs> like, y'all could have waited a day for Let's that. Let's go. Like, like, how am I supposed to get excited about Julius Randle? And so, yeah. so like, I'm always going to have a little bit of that bias. But he's he's solid. So I'm I'm happy for the, I'm happy for the Knicks. Eight and two in the last 10 games. Again, 10, 10 game winning streak. They have a very interesting schedule coming up because they have the Warriors at home. Um, mm-hmm. They, ha- they have the yeah, without Curry. But so they have the Warriors at home, which is winnable. You have the Raptors at home, who are free falling, also winnable. You have the Knicks, who they've already beaten. They beat twice last week at home. Once again, win, winnable. You have three games before Christmas to where you can they can go into that matchup with the 76ers yeah. on a ten game winning streak. And I think Sheesh. that if they if that if they can do that, that's huge. So that's a huge. question I have is now that I have two questions. Okay, first one is is Tom Thibodeau's job is it safe? For now, for now, I think is that Tom, a good I, thing. I think Tom. No. Well, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Double edged sword. This winning yes, streak. Two two things. One, I don't think that is good long term because 
eventually, like you, ha- you're gonna have to get another coach. Tibbs is not the the guy. We've kind of seen that when when his back is not against the wall, yeah. that he's probably gonna revert to something a little bit stupider. Like just 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 plain, <laughs> just plain and simple. However, the team and the roster construction isn't in a place to where you go out and make the moves. It's one of the reasons why they didn't go out and spend all of their draft capital to go get Donovan Mitchell because you weren't in a position to, like, if they had Donovan Mitchell on this team, this isn't going to be a top three team in the Eastern Conference, right? You're not competing for a championship. And so why would you go and rush the process, which is something that the Knicks have done in the past? I don't know about that. I think the problem is that they don't have a process right now. <laughs> it's not that being rushed. There's there's no end goal in sight that's going to get them to the top three seed. So yeah. maybe getting something like Donovan Mitchell is the closest thing you can do. Yeah. It's, it's not like if you wait it out, they're going to prosper. I don't, I don't think that... I think that Donovan Mitchell going to the Cavaliers is the... Per, that was probably one of the more perfect situations that you could have had because you had a team with... With the infrastructure behind yeah. him, behind him to make up for all of his deficiencies, and the Knicks, if you end up trading for um, for Donovan Mitchell, then you have again you have an undersized backcourt, yeah. and Garland is undersized, but he's bigger than than Jalen Brunson is. No, and he's not. Then, yes, he is. How, how not really. Garland Brunson? is not bigger than Jalen Brunson. Garland's how, little as fuck. How, he's frail. How he's small. Brunson? They're, maybe they're a similar height, but Garland is skinny as shit. Yeah, like, Brunson I, is bulky as hell. Yeah. When I look, he plays when, yeah, when I see Jalen Brunson, I always see Jalen Brunson as like small. He it just it does not come yeah, across. It doesn't as matter. They're both two little guys. I, I know what yeah. you mean. You're right. So you, either way, you have an undersized backcourt to to be able to have Mobley and Allen in the back instead of Randall and Robinson. And Robinson's played well this year. He's he's been he's been really good. But to have that in the in the back is much better. And so I just think that oh, for again, sure. Yeah. yeah. So like, if it's nice to have the best defensive front court outside of Milwaukee, 100 little guards. Exactly. Crazy. So I think that that's kind of a move that you make when you are a piece or two away and the Knicks are three, four moves away from making that. So that's why, that's why I'm okay with them not going out and getting, mm. and getting Mitchell. So okay, seeing so that they can clearly be, sorry, let me cut you off, Mo. Go ahead. I'll, uh, you answer this first. Seeing that they can clearly be a competent team now by this win streak. They're not going to be seven game win streaks all the time, obviously. But clearly, they can be a lower tier of playoff seed. Does this make you like not regret not trading for Donovan Mitchell now? If I'm the Knicks, still like I still regret trading for Don, not trading for Donovan Mitchell because of the potential that they would have had with Donovan and Brunson that duo. I'm not saying they would be they would be a contender whatsoever but they would be a hell of a lot closer compared to what they are right now and with this like what they're doing right now it's sustainable is it sustainable long term like what where are you going with julius randall and jalen brunson and rj barrett in the next six seed where they are now years yeah exactly you know what i'm saying you don't go anywhere but with donovan mitchell and jalen brunson there's some that's that's interesting you can we get talking so i have a question to throw well actually i want you to answer answer that question too donovan Okay. And then I have my question to throw at y'all. Okay, so Don, do you do you think they should regret not training for D Mitch, or does this make you feel better about their future? Um, a little near term future. A little bit of both, I guess. I'm okay with them not trading for Mitchell. I'm also very. You're saying that with a straight face right now? You for real? <laughs> yes, I'm. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm serious. This is a team that a decade ago traded everything to go get Carmelo Anthony and gutted the team and made a, and made a step in the process that they rushed 
and then it kind of it it set up Carmelo Anthony for for failure because him and and Amar Stoudemire didn't have anything in the back end to do it, and then they didn't have pieces to replenish afterwards. So I'm okay with that in terms of the near term future. If we're going to make a trade to get Julius Randle out of there, I know that we just gave RJ the the contract. If RJ is, is going to be on his way out, then mm. I fi- then I feel okay. But this is that's a good this, point. Don't want to cut you off. No, no. Go what ahead. does a go Ju- ahead. what does a Julius Randle trade look like? Do you think this the whole silver lining of this is his trade value is getting higher in the seven game win streak? Maybe. This- this maybe, might be maybe. I don't think tricks y'all trade. <laughs> it's it's because it's because I don't think I don't think that this is sustainable over the long term mm. of the season. I was listening to to the Zach Lowe podcast yesterday, and he's he's mentioning you know all the all the numbers for the Knicks over the last ten games. Right, Knicks opponent three point percentage is at thirty point two, and so okay. in this and so in this entire streak, you are getting a lot of luck. And so Hell once yeah. that once that number comes back to the mean. Right, and once it once it comes back to where it's supposed to be, then what does the defense look like? And this was the same thing that happened with the Knicks two years ago. Was that they had the number one defense because teams were shooting below average against them than they were everywhere else, and it wasn't necessarily due to scheme or people were like a hundred percent clamping up. They contest real hard. They, they make yeah. those misses happen. <laughs> yeah. So it's not it's not it's not a hundred percent on that. I think that the Knicks are probably going to fall back down. They're in the let me let me see the standings right now. They are in yeah, they're in the sixth seed right now. They're probably gonna fall somewhere into the nine ten range. They're, yeah. they're they're gonna be in the play in and they're probably going to achieve the expectations that we thought they were gonna be with a big three of Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett, and Julius Randle. Okay, which is so the mid three. So <laughs> let's say if the mid three somehow were to not, you know what I'm saying, sustain this level of how you play basketball and just going undefeated for the season. But what if they were to maintain the seven or maybe keep the six seed? Yeah. If there was a world in that, do you think that the New York Knicks have two all-stars? If not, do they have no, all-stars? No, no, no. no. They, they have zero they all-stars. They don't have any all-stars. No so, matter what, they have no all-stars. Wow. They, okay. they, they, have, they have no all-stars. And to go back to your earlier point, they don't have a, a most improved player right now because Jalen Brunson. If you look at the if you look at the odds right now, Jalen Brunson is tied for twelfth in in the betting Sheesh, odds for, for most improved. I'm gonna list off some names in terms of most improved player that are that are crazy. Bull Bull is ahead of, of Jalen Brunson. Give it to him. Give it to oh. Bull Bull. Bull Bull deserves this award. But damn. So it's it's ahead of Jalen Brunson. It's Shea, Tyrese, Lowry, Markinen, Anthony. Oh, Simons. Shea's gonna win. Duh. Yeah. Bobo, Desmond Bain, Keldon Johnson, Zion, Anthony Edwards, De'Aaron Fox, Devin Vassell, OJ Nanobi, Jalen Green, Tyrese Hill, Green? Uh, t- t- Tyrese Hill, Tyrese Maxey, and then Jalen Brunson. Bro, I hate yeah, that Jaw won the fucking award last year because now you're fucking switching up the definition of the goddamn award. No, the definition of the award was never second year players can't win it. It's such a dumb hill. That was never <laughs> in the definition. Well, what? Well, you. There, there's no and actual definition for this type of shit. You just go by what history tells you, and the history told you no sec for the most part, no second year player won that award. Third precedents are made to be broken sometimes. Exactly, bad precedents exist. Yeah, but it, either either way, along the next conversation, I like how you mentioned the fact that perhaps Julius Randle might not be there that long because I think there's one guy that we can transition to the next team we're going to talk about, and that's Chicago Bulls. I think that the Knicks should probably try and trade for Zach Levine. I think that makes too much sense for them. 
That's probably so it. much cheaper than Donovan. That's way more cheaper than Donovan Mitchell. For yeah, sure. way more. So let's talk about why I say that. Let's talk about the Chicago Bulls because we've been meaning to talk about this team for <laughs> a few suck. weeks now. <laughs> yeah, they're, that's the nice way to put it. Yeah. They're in utter fucking turmoil. This team is falling apart at the seams. Today there's a report put out by Shams that basically it was like, this team's struggling, we all know that. Everybody's saying we want them to blow them up. Shams was like, listen, from the inside, they kind of might want the same thing. Zach Levine and DeRozan have had, they're butting heads, they've had private talks, trying to work their differences out. Things are not going well in that locker room. It's, ter- it's terrible, it's terrible. I think it's very funny, when you have players-only meetings before December, and you Tough. guys have you guys have to come in and sit down and have these serious conversations before Christmas. That's a bad sign. That's Terrible a sign. Very, it's a very very bad sign. And they have not. They they just haven't had a good season. Everything has gone wrong since kind of the midpoint of last season, where everybody started to get hurt. They haven't been able yep. to get it. They haven't been able to get everybody back. The defense has not been able to get back to the to the level that it was at the start of uh, of last season, and now. DeMar DeRozan has also come down from scoring 35 a night. And you look around and say, oh, we actually really, really need you to score 35 yeah. on 60% shooting, which would make DeMar DeRozan the greatest player ever. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. if he's not doing that, and if he's not doing that, then you suck. And you're 11 and 18 and you're probably going to yeah. miss the playoffs. Yeah. Right now, the Bulls are the 21st offense in the NBA and the 17th defense. Just Dude. the definition of mid. The Bulls are in purgatory right now. Like, you yeah. have... You have Lonzo Ball. He can't. He can't even walk up the stairs right now. You have <laughs> Does he exist? Nikola Vucevic playing like 2016 Roy Hibberts. Then you got <laughs> Zach Levine. He's hooping on one. What a comparison! Knee. What a name! Like, I know, dog. It is. It, it, it is. It is. It, it is. It is so embarrassing for the Chicago Bulls in that front office because yeah. they just went all in and they let everyone know that they were going all in to do some big things and they did big things for. Uh, 25% of the season last year, which really doesn't yeah. matter for shit. And now <laughs> they're just crazy. stuck in this weird-ass middle ground, and they're going to have to probably hit the reset button. And if they don't hit it sooner than later, then they might fuck themselves with the lottery odds because of that Orlando Magic pick that's top four protection. Yeah, that's the thing. So let's talk about that. We know we, we don't got to rehash too much what we talked about last week. We know why they suck. They were good last year when they had two of the best defensive guards in the, in the world in their lineup. Once yeah. they lost that, they couldn't sustain having Levine, DeRozan, and Vucevic be three bad defensive players in their starting lineup. It just it doesn't make sense on paper. It never did. So we know that. The thing we got to talk about now is what's the path for them? Because like you said, their lottery odds matter because that top, that pick is top four protected. So do y'all think they should blow it up? And if they do, who should they trade? Because there's just a few paths that can go down. Yeah. If they blow it up, I believe that they should trade everyone, everyone on their roster except... And if... You could keep guys like P. Will, Pat Williams, and Io Dusumo and Why? Jalen Patrick Williams sucks. His name is <laughs> Patrick Williams suck, sucks, but I don't. I'm a I'm a firm believer that every single young players in the NBA's like their career path, 110 the outcome of the career, 110 percent is based out of their situation. And Pat, Pat I think Williams any situation is fine for a wing. No, nah, absolutely not. It was never fine. He was drafted top four. You don't be drafted. You don't get drafted top four just to be like. To have the ball as minimal as Patrick. Well, he's Williams not a does. he's not a ball handler. It's not really his role. He's supposed to be like a, a wing, start off on defense, potentially grow those traits along the way. But if you're he's not good if at anything, you're top you four, that's part of your role. Period. If well, you're that's if how you go top four, that has to be a part of your role. You don't no, get it to, 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 to be a ball to be. handler. Are you kidding me? Yeah. To, no, it doesn't. That's just simply not. That's nonsensical. That's not how this works. You have to be a somewhat of a great. School. If you're look, 
I'm a great scorer. No, listen, I was, with you, I was with you for I was with you for a second. I'm with you on the yeah. idea that that a young player's success is uh, is uh, is mainly based on their situation. Yeah. I think I think being drafted into a good situation, into a place where they're going to develop you, or being in a winning culture, or being around older players and having veterans around you to to show I think you he has all that. That's 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 important, and that was my next point. Is that if you have Demar Derozan, who's been to, who's been to the playoffs, you have Zach Levine, who's done that. You have um, you have Vucevic, who was the star on his team in Orlando. There are pieces there to help you improve, and if you have not done that, then that's kind of on you. He just can't dribble. It is what it is. He's just not good at basketball. Like, he's just not a good NBA player, I should say. I still give him the benefit of the doubt because at the end of the day, if I have fucking two all-stars and a former all-star that I just traded for, why the fuck would I prioritize you in any way, shape, or manner other than tell exactly. you to play good defense? Exactly. Wow. So he, he came into a situation. So he came into a situation where his role was very clearly defined. Like, like they're not drafting him to be the lead scorer when you have Levine, DeRozan, and Vooch. You have to come in. You have to do all the dirty work. You have to do all the little things. Well, he got drafted you know before the. He got drafted before Demar Derozan got there. It was even, like even, it was the same season. There. Even it, if you have Levine there, they drafted P. Will first, and then throughout the middle of the season, whatever they got Vucevic. That's one piece added onto your team. After Vucevic, goddamn, of course you still have uh, Lonzo Ball there. I mean, not, I mean not Lonzo, but you got Zach Levine there. Cool. Mm-hmm. You're starting to think, and you're trying to hope that, okay, maybe Larry Markin and P. Will and Zach Levine could go ahead and do something. Then then they go ahead and sign Lonzo Ball, sign fucking DeMar Rosen, and now you went from being second or third on the pecking order to fucking fifth or maybe sixth. Yeah, but either way, we've seen time and time again a good way for wings to develop is being this tertiary (laughs) option and not being a ball handler. Or or just to go get buckets. Or, or it's just to, or it's just to go get buckets. Like if, if you just, if he actually improved, if he actually, you know, got better, then guess what? He can get more shots. He can be more of an offensive threat. But that hasn't happened. How, how is he, how is he gonna get more shots though? When you have Demar Rosen and Zach Levine doing crazy shit out there? Work in the offseason, come back and show me in training camp. And if no, you can't, can't dribble, <laughs> you can't show can't me shit. I'm not shots. letting. He you. can't dribble. He's not good. I'm, what are we talking about? I'm not even about? gonna let you get the chance if I got Zach, if I got Zach Levine and Demar thirty point per game on my team. I'm not doing it. Why would I do that? Bro, it doesn't. He can't do it. He can't dribble. <laughs> Why are we acting like this is an option? He's not good at doing those things. So I not am do standing for the young players. Well, he's never even had the shirt. <laughs> when, he, when he's had when he's had the chance to dribble, it hasn't been pretty. All right, I can admit that he has been. I haven't. He's a chance he, to dribble every game. <laughs> he's not good at it. He I'm not create. giving Why up. Why are we on acting Patrick like he, we're acting like he's like Tyler Hero rotting away, like some ball handler? Like it's not his <laughs> yeah, role. Man. He's not good. You could you funny for <laughs> Don't Tyler say we. Don't all say we. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> a part of that. Loop you in that That's dog. not me. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. So back to the main point. You think they should trade everybody, save for their young players who they can try to build around as they do the rebuild? If you can. So the main yes. question I have is, that, does that include Zach Levine to you guys? Do you think Zach Levine should be on the move? Yeah, it's pointless. You have no, yeah. there's no direction. Yeah, it's interesting because I think they should keep he, one though. I think I think they sh- they should keep one and not a full gut. Mm. I I think I think going into a full gut puts you in a situation where you might be like the Houston Rockets and yeah. and you have to wait and hit on every single on every single one of of your draft picks. And Chicago historically hasn't been. The best front office. They haven't been the best well-run or- organization, so th- they don't have the clout of a team. <laughs> that's, like, like you don't, you don't have a good reputation of okay, we can go out and sign free agents, and we're going to build this culture back up to what it was because they've 
fairly been a mess for a majority of the time since Jordan left. And so I think that if they have a piece like like Zach Levine that's keeping them through the rebuild, let's say that they need another piece, then they can go and trade Levine and then get another piece to help them along the rebuild. But mm-hmm. going all in and going to the bottom and building up with nothing around you, yeah. I think that I think that's dangerous. You see, I, yeah. I disagree with that because if you if you try to delay that process and you keep dangling on to Zach Levine while his value might diminish or probably is going to diminish as the years goes on simply because of age and shit like that, then you risk yourself losing out on that 2025 pick. No, you're not good. They're not going to have the 2025 pick because when they got DeMar DeRozan, it was, it was a trade basically. It was a trade. They traded mm-hmm. with the Spurs and yeah. they don't have their 2025 pick. So it's like, if you're going to tank, do that shit now. Try to capitalize on the, on the potential on all the great players that's out for the 2023 draft. 2024, you're fucked. I don't, I don't know if they have, I'm not 100% sure if they have their pick. I think they do have their pick. But 2025, well, you, you don't have your pick. Well, I'll tell you this. If if the only person that they have on their team is Zach Levine, like he's not carrying anybody to 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 a crazy amount of wins. So you're going to be okay. You're just, I promise you. So why you keep can Zach have, Levine? I, pro- I promise you, you can have Zach Levine on your team and still tank. Those two things are, are, still, yeah, possi- sure. are still possible. And, and like I said, you keep Zach Levine because if you need to maybe speed along the process of of, um, of the rebuild, if you miss on one of your draft picks and now you need to go get another one, then you have Zach Levine in your back pocket and you can start it again. But you're taking away yeah. fucking dribbles from Patrick Williams. See it? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's Trade Patrick Williams in. We're not, on, we're not Patrick- on the same page. <laughs> Y'all making me the problem with the the, the problem with trading Zach Levine is <laughs> his value hasn't been this low in years. Yeah, like like that article we talked about today, him and Demar having like internal struggles, and I feel like we've seen that writing on the wall since he got there. Like, yeah, Zach Levine was like to the moon; he was trending upwards. People yeah. were saying, "Oh, he's his next new young star." He's he finally made All Star game or two. I can't remember how many. People were and then Demar came. The yeah, like he was being very highly regarded, and then Demar came, and like naturally his role is going to be cannibalized by this guy who needs a ball in his hands, doesn't space the floor. Like what the Bulls did was got him a co star. But really made Zach the sidekick. You know what I mean? Like they didn't bring yeah. in somebody that like is made to optimize his game in any way. So I can see why that would rub Zach the wrong way and has led to him not performing as well. Obviously he's been injured as well. But like his value right now is so much lower than it would be without Demar for a season. So yeah. maybe you hold on to him and then wait. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. That, is, that is a good point. Because if you start tanking and Zach, you know, and Zach's going to go out, he's going to do Zach things. Maybe he, his numbers jump back up to 24, 25, maybe even 26 exactly. points a game. And then you can flip him. Yeah, because like right now, like what, what would you get for Zach Levine right now? Like if the Knicks wanted to trade for Zach Levine, what would it be? It wouldn't be the four or five first round pick haul that Donovan Mitchell required. No, no. no. It would be like going, Barrett in one first round pick maybe, mm-hmm. maybe two. Yeah, yeah, you, be, you can, well, so. Listen, I'll give you Cam Reddish in a first. <laughs> oh hell no! Nah. I give you Cam, I'll give you Cam Reddish a first and Evan Fournier. You you can get some you can get some money off the, off your books. Get a first Nasty round pick. Nasty trade. Disgusting. <laughs> go, go ahead and have that. Go ahead and have that. <laughs> so now now let's play a little game. Think of their three biggest players. We're gonna throw Vucevic in there, even though Vucevic is like you said playing like Roy Hibbert. I'm gonna give him a rich man's Kelly Olynyk at best. Yeah. What are we? Where are the best trades you can think of for these three players? Like, where do you want? I know we talked about it last week a little bit, but let's go over again. Where do you want to see Zach Levine go? And see Gerard Rosen go? Let me see. If I'm if I'm Zach if or if I'm talking about Zach Levine, I think any offensive option to Toronto makes sense. Yeah, um, I can see that. I I I think Toronto and their their entire offensive situation is not 
great. And it's like, if you can get somebody in there to help out Van Vliet and who can actually be counted on as a 20 point per game score in the, in the backcourt. Cause we know, we know what, what Siakam does, but if, I think that trade might work for them yeah. to, to get Levine. I think Zach Levine is easy to trade. Like you could say he could go to the Mavericks. That makes sense. You could yeah. put him on numerous teams. He, he just fits in a lot of places. I think DeMar is tricky because his style of play just needs certain types of talent around him. And the only name we've seen him linked to in rumors is the fucking Lakers, who maybe they made that happen. I hope not as a Lakers fan, but yeah. I don't know where else it would be. Would it be the Knicks? Would they want DeMar DeRozan? Yeah, like we can we can run through this. Like I'm, I'm looking at the teams, right? all the teams right now, and there's – Zach Levine is just so easy to plug and play in a lot of systems around the NBA. There's not a damn team in the NBA that doesn't need a player of his skill set and caliber. But for someone like DeMar DeRozan, like you said, if we're just thinking about it, Grizzlies, Denver Nuggets, Phoenix Suns, Pelicans, Clippers, Kings, Portland, Minnesota, Utah, Dallas, the Warriors, the Lakers, like name every team. Like none of these teams. I was wondering where he was going to be done. Yeah, like none of these teams need him, dog. None of yeah. these teams. And in the and in the East, like name them all. Let's go. <laughs> they should send Demar to to Charlotte. To be honest, they said, oh, why Charlotte. would they want him? They they should they should send him there. Charlotte, to, to, to replace Gordon Hayward, like you know, say like Gordon Hayward does. He's not really doing anything. But he's too good for that. Like no team, no bottom feeders gonna bring him in to just eat innings. Like he's still a good yeah. player. I don't know. He's in a weird spot. Yeah, no, maybe it's just Lakers. Then maybe he just becomes a Laker if they touch. If there was a team Something to do it, like maybe the Utah Jazz would do it since they're like already okay and they have a boatload of picks and assets, and they're like, you know what, fuck it, I'll throw you a fucking bone if no one's gonna offer you anything real. I would do it if I was the Utah Jazz. Just for vibes, but wow, the Bulls—they re- are—they really suck. They have three guys that need to be traded who have no value. That like nobody <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really That's what I'm getting at. Where to trade? That's exactly. I'm glad you said that. That's what I've been trying to allude to. Is the Levine sure we can trade him anywhere for first maybe two? Vucevic, if we're gonna get rid of him, it's th- we have to give up picks because Vucevic is a negative yeah, contract. He's, he's a ass. Demar just just so so little trade targets out there. Are teams that would want him like. They're really fucked. Like it is what it is. If they can't find a trade partner, they just need to send these guys home. <laughs> just tank for the year. Yeah, just send. But you can't send do them. that. They can't. Like they have to have a why? reason. Like, <laughs> what do you, what do you mean? mean they, what do you mean they don't have a reason? Look at their record. That's the reason. <laughs> yeah, but they can't just be they're like halfway go home there. Tanking. They're halfway there. <laughs> they got a fake they're, reason. They fake injuries. They're they're at the they're in the eleventh seed right now. They're, yeah, they're they three suck. games. They're three and a half games up on the Pistons for the worst record in the conference. They are on their way to tanking with these guys, yeah. and so you might as well say, "Hey, listen, go home. We're going to try and trade you, right? We don't just be upfront and say that, and then you can tank in the process, and you can find somebody who wants them." Yeah, maybe it's like guessing, Miami would shoot for DeRozan. I doubt it. It does make sense with Jimmy Butler. It's just right. two Jimmy Butlers. That would be nasty. That would be so, Kawhi, be so I just nice. want to see the Kawhi Leonard and DeMar DeRozan. Dude, the spacing with Jimmy Butler, be DeMar DeRozan, and Bam Adebayo on the yeah, court? It would be really nasty. Yeah. That's 07. That's 07. I think, I think this might end with him and the Lakers, which I really don't fucking want. We can talk about that. We can transition that to talk about the Lakers a little bit because Anthony Davis is going to miss the next month with a foot injury Pain. that surprise, we thought was surprise. an ankle sprain. Yeah, it is what it is. Thankfully, the timeline right now is a month, but there's some scared people. Some people are scared; it might be worse than that. We'll see when the, the diagnosis comes out. Yeah, but I think this might end with him on the Lakers because that's where all the smoke has been. And uh, Lakers fans want that because it's something, and 
upgrades Rust to a player that's like good. Not to say, I mean, Rust has been better, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But like, it's such a bad fit. Why do they want to insist on putting a non-shooter guard next to LeBron and AD? I hate it. Well, you know, I mean, you know what's gonna happen, right? What's gonna happen? DeRozan might get traded to a place that is also trying to tank, and they just want to get the asset. And then they're going to send him home, buy him out, and he's just going to sign with the Lakers on the minimum. Well, that I would love. If we get him for then, free, then, then I would love it. That That's what I can see happening. And then you're going to end up with Russ and DeRozan lineups. Like, that's, that's the well, thing. That's I mean, thing that, no. That, well, what team would trade for DeRozan and get assets? DeRozan's not going to get salary dumps. Yeah. What's his, what's his contract at? It's like $27 uh, it's, million a year. Yeah, it's under a max. Like, he's not, he's yeah, not, not, not going to get salary dumped. Vucevic, if, that might happen. No, Vooch like, might, might happen. I think, but I think that with, with DeRozan, I wouldn't be, I, I think I would be like shocked. I'd be like, hmm, like, like that's interesting that they did that, but it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be blown away if that ended up happening. You know, because I, I just don't see a way, I just don't see a way where like they trade him if they do end up going down that, that route. Yeah, well, the Bulls, let's say nobody else wants DeRozan because it doesn't make sense. The Bulls would sooner keep him than mm-hmm. salary dump him. But even before that, they would sooner just take the Lakers' first-round pick for him. Because Lakers would give them Russ in the first. That's like a no-brainer. They would just take that before they salary dump him. Are the Lakers going to make the move? Yeah, I, the Lakers would do that. I guarantee you. They're stupid. They would do that. <laughs> I'm still not I'm still not confident in, in Palinka to make any trade at this point. Yeah, I'm confident he'll make a bad trade eventually. And it'll be too late and it'll be bad. And then it's going <laughs> to not do anything helpful. That's funny. Let's That's think funny. about this. Let's say he trades Russ and a first-round pick for DeRozan and Caruso. Let's say that's the deal. Is they have to, and they throw it in a couple seconds because they have a fuck ton of seconds. Yeah. So it's Russ, a first-round pick, two seconds for Caruso and DeRozan. And then that leaves them with none and Pat Bev and one more first-round pick. Let's say they flip that for um, who are people saying either Bogdan Bogdanovich or Buddy Heald. And they start, let's just say it in this scenario, it's Caruso, DeRozan. The Lakers fans Buck- are being Lakers fans again. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, why are you even Lakers doing fans. this right now? They've no, run all realistic. these 2K, they run no, all I'm these not 2K done. Trades. I'm not done. I'm not done. Let's say they start off with this? Caruso, DeRozan, ex-shooter, LeBron, and AD. Is that team even worth it? Is that a good team? Yeah, I would do it. if I. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it for sure. Would you? But I, I guess. is putting together this thought process and wasting your breath on this worth it, knowing that you have <laughs> no, Rob No, you, you're completely misunderstanding. You're misunderstanding my point. My point is, this is the best case scenario for Lakers. If DeRozan wants to get out, nobody else wants him, they can do this, and yeah. it's still mid. It's still probably not worth trading your future of 2029, 2027. Like, that's still not a fantastic team. Now, if I was the Lakers, I would still do it, too, because you're never, you're never going to have this level of talent, a.k.a. LeBron and AD, ever yeah. At least not in the next like ten years, probably. I would bet that. So I would do. I would do it. Would I would do it just because the opportunity is there. <laughs> Vibes but, are good. Yeah. Man, like that's that's tough. I don't know if I. I don't know. That's tough because you're literally yeah. taking an L for the future. <sighs> yeah, I'm just saying. If the best case scenario that is like wishful thinking for Lakers fan is built around Demar Derozan next to LeBron James, I'm not super excited about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. If- if I'm the Lakers, I don't I don't think that I'd do that. I don't think that I'd make these trades. I think that Anthony Davis's recent injury probably confirms a lot of things that you were probably already thinking about and just saying, like, this guy just can't stay healthy. I mean, oh my it's, it's not a season-ending injury. Like it's, yeah. it, I see what you mean, but it's this is going to be one thing. This isn't a this isn't a, you know, the coffin. It's just a foot injury for a month. Like, it sucks, yeah. but, like, he'll be back. Once again, though, 
He's <laughs> going to be out for a significant amount of time. And this is probably three straight years that Anthony Davis is going to be in street clothes for 2025 games. <laughs> and it's not, it's just a month. It's only like 10 games. This man. Rolls yeah. I see your point. I see your point. That's I see. Your, yeah. Did you see it? Like they're talking about the injury. That looks, that was tough. Like that's so mid-air. unlucky. Like, his foot got bent backwards in midair. He's the like, first person like, in NBA history to do that. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. <laughs> Breaking records. Like, the whole unlucky that is to have that type of like foot sprain in midair. Like you just kick somebody too hard. Like Jesus. Yeah, no. yeah. When, at what point for you? Because you are the most, I guess, positive person when it comes to Anthony Davis. At what point do you just say, yeah, he's injury prone? Fucking six years ago, he's injury prone. What do you mean? Like it's the point is he is injury prone. Like it's not debatable. So then at what point do you say, like, we can't we can't do this? He's, just, he's Never. too injury-prone. The point, injury-prone does not mean you're invaluable. Like, you, every <laughs> pl- there's a lot of injury-prone players. You deal with that fact, and you build around them, and you build for scenarios in which you lose them, and you have to do a, a better job of building your roster around that. They traded for Russell Westbrook because they knew he's injury-prone, and they knew LeBron's old. So they said, let's get this guy who can be an innings eater, and then when we don't have our stars, he can come in and keep our team afloat and win regular season games. That was the thought process. The mistake was they chose somebody who is fucking bad at playing next to your stars. So the point of having them when, he's, when they're not there is irrelevant. But they know this. Like everybody knows this that Anthony Davis is injury prone. No, My I understand whole- that. At a certain at a certain point, I'm, what I'm saying is you might have to you might have to move off of that because I know yes. your point. It's just like it's just like what are we talking about? You play the game to the point of team building is to build for a best case scenario where things work out and your vision is aligned. Jimmy Butler's injury prone. Kevin Durant's injury prone. These play, these people miss 25, 30 games a year too. But nobody says this because they're not in the Lakers and they're not soft, as everyone says. You just have to build around that. You know what I mean? That's part of the reality of building around stars. Like a lot of stars injury prone. Kevin Kevin Durant and I've also I've also said prior that I think that the Nets that that, that KD might not be on the Nets in, in four years. But that's that's neither here nor there. For the Lakers though, I think that it's something that you also have to think because. The core that you have, at least for for the Nets, you had have Kyrie Irving, right? And there's whatever continuity there for LeBron. LeBron is also injury prone, and you have Anthony Davis, who at the start of next season is going to be 30 years old. He's played 36 games two years ago. He played 40 games last year. He's gonna be he's gonna miss a lot of time this year, and so for that to be either the player that you want to ascend to be your best star. And let's let's not forget the Lakers suck, right? So it's yeah. not it's not it's not like you're doing all of this for the for a good yeah for a good situation, right? So the, I got a the, Nets are, the Nets are fourth in the East right now. The Lakers suck. So why so why would you pay that tax for a bad team? So Isaac, if you are not willing to trade away those two first round picks for that potential great scenario that you had in place a couple minutes ago. Why wasn't wouldn't great. you just trade was, away? Wasn't great. <laughs> Why wouldn't you trade away Anthony Davis right now if you're not trying if you're not willing to go all in? What is okay, so what does that even mean? People say this like trade Anthony Davis now. One, where do you trade him? What do you get from him? What's your vision with that? You want to get another star back that can be around LeBron and try to win now? The goal swapping not, Anthony Davis for yeah. this team sucks, right? If yeah. you swap out Anthony Davis for a worse star, they're still gonna suck. Like they suck when he's on the court. This isn't gonna make. What difference does that make? I don't, so, why? What's the reason to trade him besides he gets hurt? Like that's not. So there's you, no so vision you, there. Again, trade everybody yeah. for assets. That's, that's I've, it. I've, I've been. I've been Anything. saying. I've been saying this. Trade everybody. Again, <laughs> but you're not gonna trade LeBron James. Like, be realistic. Like, you're now. You guys are playing two K mode. You're not gonna trade LeBron. So, what's the goal here? <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is that what is it? If you're not trading Anthony Davis, and of course LeBron ain't, go, ain't going nowhere. Like, what are you doing? Just chilling. If you. 
Why, what why should they do? The sunset? Yeah, well, what well, do you think they what, should do? What they're doing, so their POV of what they're planning to do by not making trades is next summer they're going to have max cap space and Russell Westbrook expires. Yeah. So you could say, like, realistically, if we're giving them the benefit of the doubt, they can go star hunting or sign role players and build around them without having Russ be this arbitrage of a contract that's there. Yeah. That's a very realistic possibility. You just wait it out. Like, you just, you waste a year, it is what it is, but you still have Anthony Davis to go build around the foreseeable future. And like, like I said, if you trade him, what trade are you making that gets LeBron a better running mate? The whole it's not about LeBron, is, you do it for the future. That's the thing. It's not about LeBron. Okay, well, the realistic part of the Lakers is they're not going to do that because they'd rather have the star to build around and yeah. continue to build the team around Anthony Davis, which is like, you know, Anthony Davis don't grow on trees. But you're saying the point isn't LeBron. It should be because we're living in reality, and the point is building around LeBron while he's still a contending level player. True. So, like, we can't say it's, that's not the point because if we're dealing in reality, that is absolutely the point for them. Yeah, that is true from their perspective, but at the same time, I just feel like if like just stop wasting time and get straight to the point. You're just yeah, but I mean, you're just you're not wasting out. time with LeBron on your team. You know, what I mean, they did a bad job, but like let's say they do punt this year, which is like probably what's going to go to sadly for all of us. They are going to have that cap space next year to build around hopefully LeBron's last really good year. Who the hell are they going to get next good... year? I heard the free agents are kind of ass next year. The 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 what's going to happen? It's Kyrie Irving. That's what they're waiting for. Is to sign yeah. him when he inevitably leaves the Lakers, leaves the yeah. Nets. It's Kyrie Irving. That's that's the pie in the sky that they're waiting for. Okay, then if I was them, and if your vision, which I I like that's I like the sound of that does come true and it happens, and them waiting out this year and being just fucking trash like they were earlier in the season and okay for right now so far this season, um, then I will go ahead and wait it out. But that has to be the goal. That has to be 100%. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, if th- that's their goal right now. Like, we give them a lot of shit because they're wasting a year of LeBron and AD, which, like, they are, which sucks because LeBron's looking old already. But if next year they have Kyrie Irving, they have their, ta- they have their taxpayer mid-level exceptions, so they can get another decent tier role player to replace Lonnie Walker. Then they have AD LeBron. They're still going to have uh, Austin Reeves. Like, there's obviously a much higher ceiling there with – Kyrie stepping into Russ's shoes and not losing any assets around them. That is true. That is very true. But, hey, maybe this is a good time to go ahead and talk about the Nets because, like, is that – I don't know if Kyrie would actually stay in the Nets, on the Nets. I don't know if, like, Josiah would be willing to give him another lengthy contract or anything of that nature. Um, but, like, the Nets are fucking on a – what? They're on a win streak right yeah. now. I think six games. Yeah. And they're fucking mm-hmm. killing it right now. Yeah, so good transition. Like, Look at you. You're a natural. Yeah, I'm in my bag yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ever since the Nets made the coaching change, they've been a very respectable team. Donovan, what do you think was why? What's your main takeaway? Yeah, they they actually can play a little bit of defense. Like they're yeah. not they're not just trash on defense now. Thirteenth for the year now, which is absolutely insane considering that they were they they were going back and forth between 29th and 30th for a majority of the beginning of the year. And if you have Kevin Durant and you have Kyrie Irving and those guys are going out and getting buckets. As long as you are passable on defense, you're going to have a chance in every single game. And Mm -hmm. so they've been able to kind of turn everything around. Ben Simmons also doesn't look as trash as he did at the the beginning of the year. He was looking really good and then got hurt. Most of this ministry has been with him hurt or just reintegrating. Like they haven't even gotten the good Ben Simmons that was coming back around before he got hurt. So that should give us like a lot of hope that if they're already turning around without him being what he was for that five-game stretch, mm-hmm. once he gets his feet back under him after this knee injury, they're going to be looking pretty nice. Yeah. I Listen, the, the Nets, they're, they're, doing, they're doing their thing. They have a very interesting schedule coming up. Um, they have they have a, a couple games that, like, I'm I'm really going to, I'm going to be looking at them for, and I'm going to pull up their, their schedule right now. Like, they have 
before Christmas, or actually they don't play on Christmas, but their next three games, they play at home against the Warriors against uh, again without Steph, so that's going to be a little weird. But then they host the Bucks. They host uh, they host the Bucks. Go on the road to Cleveland, and then they go on the road to Atlanta. And I think that mm. those that three game stretch is really really going to define kind of everything that they've done since Jock Vaughn has, has taken over. They've had this time to gel. They've had this time to make sure that their defense is intact, that they're starting to get on the same page on both ends of the floor. Now, once we start playing the, the big boy teams in the mm-hmm. East, what's going to happen? My thing yeah. about the Nets, and again, well, my, just, minus the Hawks, they're, they're not a big boy. Hey, team. hey relax. Right? <laughs> Why am I catching straights? Right? <laughs> but my thing about the Nets is like, I'm happy for them that they're going ahead, that they're going ahead and having these, this little cool win streak, but if, like I'm looking at their game log right now, and not even without looking at their game log, just watching some of their games and seeing Kyrie Irving hit a game winner against the Toronto Raptors. Their biggest win, like the biggest lead that they've had at the end of these games, is like three points. They've been, they've been winning these games by three points. It's not no, it's not no blowouts. It's not like by any large margin or anything like that whatsoever. So, I mean, take it for what you will, but it's a good sign. But I'm not like jumping up and down and. To answer your question, I think they go back to what they were supposed to be this season with all the random cards they were dealt with. But shout out to them, yeah. though. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You play the team in front of you and you take care of business, which is what they've been doing. So, yeah, I think I agree with both of you, is that they've been good. It's a reason to be encouraged, but we'll see how they look in this upcoming stretch that Donovan talked about. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, if their defense can be 13th, like, they have the ceiling they need on offense, right? Like, I don't think anybody doubts that. Like with the competent defense, do you think they could be like a swingers chance in the playoffs of beating anybody? Oh, absolutely. Um, not, I don't I would I would never pick them against Boston in the playoffs as, <laughs> yeah. as currently constructed. Okay, after last year, there's no chance. Yeah. I I wouldn't do that. I would never pick them in the playoffs against Milwaukee as yeah. currently constructed. The big the two teams that I think that they would be able to have a chance would be against Cleveland and would be against Philly. But even a healthy Philadelphia if Tyrese Maxey is there and they have 20 points per game, if Joel Embiid is there and healthy, he is going to kill Ben Simmons and, and Nick Claxton on the, <laughs> on the inside. He's going to have a prime Shaq series if they end Facts. up playing in the, in the playoffs. There's nobody, there's just nobody in Brooklyn that can stop Joel Embiid. So I don't yeah. think that I would pick Philly against, I mean, I don't think I would yeah. pick Brooklyn against Philly. You know, it's funny. Look, I'm looking at the East standings now, which I haven't done in like the past week. For most of the season so far, it's been, like, weird because the Sixers were, like, the 10 seed, the Nets were, like, the 12 seed, the Hawks yeah. were, like, the 3 seed, and it was, like, fuck, this is everything so topsy-turvy. But things have really, like, leveled out to, like, almost exactly what most of us predicted this year. Like, now we're seeing Bucks number one, Celtics number two. They're basically tied. Cleveland yeah. number three, Nets four, Sixers five, Knicks inexplicably number six, the Heat are back in the mix after being garbage at number seven, and the Hawks are eight, which is, like, where a lot of me and Donovan predicted they'd be. Yep. Yeah. yeah, if I told I told you about nah, validation team, we're gonna play get, in team. We're, we're gonna get rid of Nate McMillan soon. All right, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, like all the mid the the one surprising thing is the Raptors are ten. They've been in free fall. I told you the Raptors aren't gonna, gonna be on shit. Like they're not good. They tricked <laughs> you guys last year. What do you mean? They, I, I mean? they've just been mid. Like we like we thought they were like. Let's get mid, into this. They, they were mid plus. They've been mid plus for the last like two years or, or whatever, and so they're gonna be fine. No, this, this is this is this is results confirmation bias. They're gonna be fine. They're asked right now because OG Anobi has been hurt. 
Scotty's in a sophomore slump, and Fred Van Vliet had a couple weeks stretch where he couldn't shoot a fucking lick. He was on a Trey Young shooting split where he was shooting 25% from three. That's um, obviously not going to sustain. Another stray. <laughs> yeah, and, Pas- yeah. and Pascal Siakam missed like a month. Like, they're going to be fine. They're in a tough stretch right now, but they're going to be okay. I can promise you that. They're terrible. They're dog water. They're not going to be fine. They have no future. They need to go ahead and do no Pascal, future. Si- Pascal Siakam. You know the most right. random, the most right random slants. Why do you hate the Raptors? What do they do to you? Shout out to the Raptors. I like their team, but their fans are kind of wild. <laughs> what does that okay. mean? What does that mean? Their fans are wild. They're crazy. They're OD. I, they you said, talking about, you said their fans are wild. I said, what does that mean? And you said their fans are wild. Can we get, <laughs> can we get a deeper dive, please? The, uh, my deeper dive is they're OD and they do too much. Okay. <laughs> I, I love the breakdown. <laughs> okay. Okay. Either way, they'll be fine. Fred and Vliet was on an uncharacteristically terrible stretch. Like, they'll be all right. We could talk about Scotty Barnes a little bit because we did a lot of TikToks over the summer where we, we were talking about him yeah. in the same caliber as the top young players. For good reason. He was great last year, rookie of the year. He looked to be one of the most versatile players in the league coming up. He's been so ass this year, man. <laughs> He's been trash. He's been trash. Yeah, we look silly for putting him next to like Anthony. Who's well, we? Anthony you two, you guys, you guys. He did. Right? He was. He was. He was hating on Scott. I told. I told He's... Isaac at the very early stages of the deep three. I told this man, I am trading. I think we were doing like a Victor Wembanyama thing, and I told you I would trade Victor. Ron, I would trade Scotty Barnes for Victor in a fucking heartbeat. And you looked well, at yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, it's Victor. It's Victor. That's not a bold take. But, yeah. but you looked at me crazy though. <laughs> You looked at me as if it was. I think we all agreed we traded him for Victor. It was just like, damn. But you a little too had happy to some him. hesitancy. And I'm pitting well, yeah, how do you not hesitate? Scotty Barnes. Yeah. But, I mean, we all still agreed you would trade him for Victor Wabanyana. It's fucking Victor. <laughs> you don't get brownie points for saying one of the best prospects of all time is probably better than Scotty Barnes. Congratulations, I'm, I'm fucking Captain Obvious. <laughs> you're, taking, you're taking a victory lap like 28 games into the season. This is absolutely. I'm one of those. Anyways, <laughs> listen, Scotty. Scotty sucked. He's he's been he's been really bad, and I think one of the like more shocking things about Scotty is that he's he's had a lot of plays where he's looked lost on defense, which is like. Hey, listen, like, if you're not going to do anything else, I'm going to need you to lock up on somebody. And yeah. he's had he's had a lot of plays where he hasn't, you know, he hasn't navigated screens that uh, too well. He has, like, his on-ball defense hasn't been as good as it was last year. So that's what would be concerning for me if I'm a Raptors fan. The offense... The offense is fine. I think that that's that's going to come and go. I think he's he's going to end up getting better. But if he can't, yeah, it's a do, shot making issue. Yeah, but if he can't do his base level of like what got him here, that would be concerning for me. My thing is yeah. even in even in his freshman year, I mean in his rookie year, he wasn't even fantastic on defense. He was alright, but like if if anything, like that was viewed as a weakness for him as a as a as a rookie and for someone for a prospect no, like Scotty Barnes yes it definitely was for a his prospect like Scotty Barnes it was absolutely not a weakness a what are you talking about like Scotty Barnes coming out of college that was one of his biggest boys and one of the main attractions to him is of course the ball handling but of course like the defense as well defense he wasn't that great at he was good but he wasn't yeah, he, he was that, good it's a rookie his, his offense huh he's a rookie he was good like if you have really no no, no a I'm saying his player, defense is a good defender then that's a plus. And his defense wasn't as good as expected for someone like him. I don't for know about that. Rookie. He was a rookie. Most rookies, even in the defensive prospect, aren't good right away. Yeah, like, Jabari course, Smith isn't general, a good defender right now. Yeah, of course, in general. Like, my point is, like, he looks even worse as a player because his, he's, he doesn't have it on offenses here so far. His defense wasn't like okay, that. Okay, so let's talk about what that means. Yeah. 
his playmaking is just as good, if not better. His assist percentage is up to 20%, which is really good. The main difference is, is just shot making. His exactly. mid-range shots have went from, from uh, 38% to 31 So, like, it was already not very good. And he's just not making those shots. Exactly. His rim is from 71 to 67 Do we think he's going to just be a worse shooter than he was his rookie year going forward? Probably Hell not. No. So, it's just a sophomore slump. It's just shot yeah. making that hasn't been as good. Once that gets back to normal and he looks like he did last year, continues to let him develop, like, he'll be fine. Like... It, the the things that are concerning right now aren't things that you expect to be concerning going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not. I don't think. I think a lot of Raptors fans are kind of over exaggerating if they like expect it to continue to go on this linear growth with a team that's not designed for linear growth. Um, then you're gonna go ahead and drive yourself crazy, which is what they're all doing right now. And I don't trip about it at all. Sophomore slumps happen all the fucking time. Okay, you were so, just, so you were just saying okay. he's fucking yeah. worse than shit. What do you mean? I can't no, tell I was what you think. He was worse than shit. I'm just saying. You took a victory lap saying that he was trash. Say, saying that like, oh, I'm <laughs> pick so, a side. So you hate Scotty Barnes or not? Look, I, I stand on it. I don't Are you pro Scotty or anti Scotty? I'm anti Scotty people. I'm anti Scotty fans, not people. My bad. <laughs> this man just hates Canadians. This is xenophobia. <laughs> okay, question, question for y'all though, because we did this with we did this with the Knicks and them like if they regret not trading for, for Mitchell, do the Raptors regret not trading for, for Mitchell or for Kevin Durant? For Mitchell, yes. Probably not. For Mitchell, I'll say yes. For KD, nah. Pro- I mean, for the Raptors, it was just that the Cleveland Cavaliers came in and offered five first-round picks. They can't do that. Like, the only team that could have done that is the Knicks. Like, they just got unlucky. Yeah. This comes down to it. They just got outbid. Like, it is what it is. Like, yeah. do you think they should have gave up Scotty Barnes for Donovan Mitchell? That's what it would have took, it seemed like. I would have. I think I would have done it. Probably not. Come on, Scotty Barnes is still going to be a great player. Like, I mean, yeah, but like, yeah, it's, he's be a it's good still it's, it's Mitchell, player. it's Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Okay, I I think I don't think they regret it. I think they're in a slump right now. But yeah, they're the difference between them and like the Knicks or Bulls, where we're talking about teams that should regret things they've done, is their long term outlook is fucking horrific. The Raptors, OG Ananobi is coming to his own this year. Siakam Pascal Siakam was a top ten player before he got hurt. He's been great yeah. since he came back. Fred Van Vliet is still Fred, just in a shooting slump. The issue is that they've he had the positive signs. Twelve on the road. Yeah, the issue is they've had positive signs, but they just haven't come together at the same time. So they at least have some hope going forward, right? Yeah. Other teams don't have that, so I think the Raptors are still pretty confident in their vision. At what point do you get nervous about the Raptors then? Uh, this year, I don't. No, they never. Because like, they're, so who cares, dog? Yeah, like if they, if they have a disappointing season and they're like the AC or whatever, so be it. They had a bad season, exactly. injuries happen, slumps happen, but like. They're not a team that's like a, in championship contention mode. You know what I mean? It's about building for the future around these forwards they have. Exactly. Whatever happens with them this season, for the rest of the season, all you can do is win. You have your picks. You hopefully, yeah, like, it's not championship or bust for the Raptors. Like yeah, <laughs> they're fine. Yeah, absolutely, dog. But now thinking about it, Isaac, ah oh, man, not not cashing out or or like missing out on the potential opportunity that was there for Donovan Mitchell hurts. Because can you imagine OG Donovan Mitchell and Siakam? God damn! Well, OG, OG would have been in the trade. OG, OG would have been, out been of in the trade. Yeah, it was so the it was the same packages reportedly that were like around the KD trades, which was like OG, Gary Trent, and some picks, which got outbid. So the only way for them to outbid the Cavs would have been like throw Scotty Barnes in there, which they were never gonna fucking do. That's too much. Yeah. So it would it would have been you know Trent, OG, and picks. So you would have been looking at Fred and Donovan, which once again undersized backcourt with Scotty. I don't even know. I guess Pascal Siakam. and Coloco. I don't know who else they'd start yeah. in there. Like, yeah, that team is sure. pretty thin. Yeah. yeah. 
It is what it it's, is. It's rough out there. It's rough out there for Canada. Yeah, it's all right. Is it? I think they'll be fine. Yeah, he's a Lakers fan. He's seen worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love to have Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam as my future at OG Ananobi. Yeah. That 2019 championship was a sham. It was a sham. It was a blip. It was a bridge championship. I can't. I can't. I'm, <laughs> I'm really so mad that they won that championship. Wow. Just respect greatness. That was great for basketball. Just, just, just respect Kawhi cementing himself in history. Yeah, that was great for basketball. Just respect it. Kawhi might. Kawhi is. Kawhi might might be the like weirdest Hall of Fame player of all time. Where right. I weirdest I think legacy. Half of his career in terms of like Hall of Fame career, it's it's like invalid. Like his whole his entire Hall of Fame career. Invalidated. It's it's off for three years. <laughs> it's a great three years. It's oh not his fault he got injured. That shit that shouldn't even that should I think three years shouldn't put you in the Hall of Fame. Man. You think Kawhi Leonard shouldn't be a Hall of Famer? I think it's a conversation. That is oh a God. nasty I don't, hot I don't, take I don't that think, you have. I don't. I don't think Kawhi Leonard should be first ballot. No. Wow. It's not his fault he got injured. He's been great. Like no, on. I don't. Even the even the years before even the years before the the championship, his San Antonio years, he had one like oh wow set year in San Antonio, and then all the other ones he was a role player. He's had three three and a half years in his prime. I don't think he's a Hall of Fame. I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm. Okay, I mean, yeah, the, the story's still not written, so like, we'll see how the rest of his career goes, how much longevity he has. Obviously, yeah. we don't think it's gonna be much, but we'll see. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Isn't crazy, but like, great, he's been injured. What point are you proving? Sucks. Yeah, he shouldn't be a first battle Hall of Famer, and that, and, that, <laughs> and that the Basketball Hall of Fame is the easiest Hall of Fame to get into. And I think we might be doing it a disservice if we put him first ballot. Damn, you said a disservice. That's all right. Well, I'm not gonna go to bat arguing about Kawhi Leonard's Hall of Fame candidacy. You got it. <laughs> Is it, I think we can transition now to hit these TikTok topics. Let's do we're, it. We're at a cool 58 minutes. Let's, let's talk about some TikToks. First thing we're going to do, I want you guys to pull up the list you have. We're going to do another draft. Right. Tried and true. We're going to do a draft with only role players. All right. Let me get let me get my pencil right. Let me get my pencil ready. Going to write down my names. Got my draft <laughs> sheet. Let's go. Fuck. So we just recorded a, we had a recorded episode in advance. So I went first last time. So we're gonna mess up the order a little bit. So we're just gonna keep going as if that episode was from last week. So uh-huh. I'll go third. Who went second last time? Mo-Gan. I did. So I'm first. Or okay, Mo's first, first. Donovan second. I'm third. Okay. Let's draft. Uh, let's draft NBA lineups with only role players. And we're going just current role players. Yeah, current role players. All right, let's go. Cool. All right, first pick, first pick. I got Macau Bridges. Fuck, bro. I was, oh, I was really hoping yeah, he found a three. Eat it, eat it, eat it. <laughs> oh. All right. My my first pick, give me... Dang, this is tough. This is tough. Give me... Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know who to pick. I don't know who to pick anymore. This is the hardest one I, we've ever done. I know. It, yeah. really, it really is. Give me Marcus Smart. Fuck. I'll take Marcus okay. Smart. the two players I wanted. Yeah. Damn. There we go. All right. Let me get Marcus Smart at my one. That is tough. I hate being third. This is the worst one to go third in. Actually, you know what? Never mind. I'm fine. Give me OG Ananobi and Miles Turner. All right. Ooh, Miles okay, cool. Turner. Yeah. Building an elite defense Miles right away. Turner. Okay, cool. I like that. All right. So, is Tobias Harris a role player? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. No, we're not getting Tobias Harris. How? You can't average, How? You can't he hasn't won shit in his career. You can't what? average twenty points per game. What do you mean? He's we're, averaging we're seventeen. Thing? He only he only averaged twenty once in his career. 
Are we? He, he might. I don't know. He's a role player. <laughs> you trying to? You're trying to screw me right now. <laughs> Not really. I mean, you want to see you win. He's just on a team with a lot of ball handlers. I'm sure. If you want to have Tobias Harris, I guess I'm not going to argue a, death. But yeah, he's a role player, bro. No, what would you? Uh, I, what fine. is he then? Fine. Yeah. Go ahead. Go give ahead. Me, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Him. Go I don't ahead. care. Go. Go get Tobias. Right. So I got Tobias Harris, and okay. then wait, isn't it? It's Donovan's pick. Who'd you pick? Donovan? No, no, Mogus to double up. Yeah. Who'd you pick? I got Marcus Smart. No, who'd you get after that? I went third. Oh, I got skipped. You get skipped. I got skipped. Wow. So most pick is invalid. No, hey, I'm, I'm, I got protections on my pick. I got protections. You can't do that. Hey, I'm about to David Stern's. <laughs> no, I'm about. That's vetoed. I want to buy. Where are the rules and regulations? Let's this go. is not in my contract. I want it's to your buy fault for skipping him. It's completely your fault. No way. Yeah, pick somebody else, Mo. So you have to buy <laughs> Harris? Are you yeah. serious right now? Yeah, I have him. He's on my team. All keep, right. Yeah, him. yeah. Keep it moving. Wait. So Eat wait. It. Don't you have two picks? No, you do. Oh, I do. And you can't pick Tobias Aiden. Harris with either one of them. Give me eight. Aiden? DeAndre Ayton? He's a role player. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> he's never made an all-star game. Dude, shut up. DeAndre Ayton is not a role player. <laughs> you know he's not a role well. player? You know good and no. well that DeAndre Ayton is not a role player. You can't average 20 points right. a game. You can't be an all-star. And you can't be a like go-to a foundational option on your team. Piece. Yeah, you Alex Caruso. Piece. Give me okay. Alex Caruso. Cool. Okay, Go. I respect that. All right. Alex Caruso, cool. And I go get right. Yep. All right, so I got Alex Caruso. And for my big, I think this dude's kind of he's kind of nice, kind of underrated. I'm going to go for Zubak. Okay. <laughs> you got Zubak. <laughs> Fuck y'all, I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need a <laughs> That was the most genuine laughter I've ever heard. Fuck y'all, man. I wasn't prepared. You fucked me over with Tobias Harris. You can have that. You can have that. I need a big. Give me Brooke Lopez. Okay, I like that big. Fuck. Damn. Yeah, you screwed me, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. Zubach is nice, though. You can have him. He's nice, though. I guess. He's a. Is D'Angelo Russell a role player? No. Is he Look at that contract. And he was an all-star, too. No. He was an all-star. <laughs> no, come on. He was not an all-star. He was he an all-star was an once. All-star. In a, he was an all-star reserve four years ago. We're not using Dude. that card. He, if, he did DeAndre, if I can't get DeAndre, he make an you can't get DeAndre Russell. It doesn't make any sense. He I'm did. asking y'all, is he a role player? No. I, Without you being a hater, is he a role player? <laughs> he was an all-star. I, I I don't. He think, was an all star four seasons ago, three teams ago in a different role. He's not a current day all star. He wouldn't be an all star the rest of his career. I don't think he counts. Okay, if he doesn't count, I don't care. I'm just asking. I don't think all star logic is awful. <laughs> yeah, I'm going post move. I don't give a fuck. That's horrible <laughs> logic. Okay, so I got OG and I got Miles Turner. Got my wing and I got my center. Who's the best point guard available if I can't pick D'Angelo? Brooke Lopez is a good pick. Yeah, that was he got Tobias and Brook Yo, you're a bastard for that dude. <laughs> Listen, 37 wins on the way. <laughs> you know how we're moving. That's funny. Okay, so I'm gonna pick first off. Give me Kyle Kuzma as my power forward. That's nice. That's okay. nice. He's had a great season. Yeah. Don't do, it, don't, do it, don't do it. Let's see. I need I need basically I have my two guard spots. Yeah. Shooting guard's easy. Who's the best point guard available? I can't pick D'Lo. 
this is a tough spot to be in because there's not a lot of starting point guards that are like yeah. role player. Like Simons isn't a, isn't a role player anymore, is he? No, no. Yeah, he's averaging over twenty, so like can't pick Hurry him. Hurry up, Vic, dude. Jalen Brunson isn't <laughs> one. <laughs> he's mad. Hurry up. He's Hurry mad. Up. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I'm taking my time just because you're pissy. Kate <laughs> Cunningham. No, I'm just kidding. He's obviously not a role player. Yeah. You know what? I'll just take. I'll take Kevin Herter. Okay. That's good. Okay, that's, that's nice. good. That's good. For my pick, give me Buddy Heald. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I'd rather have Herter than Buddy Heald. I think. That's nice. Okay. That's cool. So, I, I need. I need some type of shooting though. Okay, yeah. So I. I have. Um, Zubac on my team. Alex Caruso and Mikael Bridges. So. Jordan Clarkson is a role player. Give me Jordan Clarkson. Okay, you can have Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, give me Clark. I got Crusoe, on Clarkson. I got Bridges and then Zuba. So I'm looking for one more player. And I hey, like this. Uh, I would like to interject. You cannot take Jordan Clarkson. He is averaging 20 points per game this season. He, hey, let's dude. go. Nah, you can't do that. You he's said that. He's he's averaging 20. We, we said that. Veto. Before, this, before the episode, we said if he averages 20, he cannot be taken. That was exactly what we said. Are you, are you serious right he, now? He's averaging 20. All right, let me get Jordan Clarkson out the way, whatever. Cool. I got Herb Jones, all right? I got Herb. Okay. All right, Say that again right. for the TikTok because so, you just fucking threw it out there like it was nothing. Say I got Herb Jones. Yeah. So I got Herb Jones, all right? Okay. Herb okay. Jones. You know the defender. I like that. Him and Macau is a crazy combo. Yeah, him, Macau, Caruso. You ain't scoring on shit. That's nice. <laughs> Too bad you have no creators. 78 points a game. Yeah, <laughs> so I need I need someone who got that fucking fire on him right now, dog. <sighs> Damn, so I need you know, saying I'm not gonna do this, but Westbrook would be interesting. I wonder, I wonder if he'll get picked up by any of y'all. Probably not, but that's no, we're not counting Westbrook. Come on, I'm not counting Westbrook. He's off the bench. What do you mean? Stop not, that. Shut up. Stop, Stop that. trying to bend rules. <laughs> Stop being a dick. We're not picking Stop. Westbrook. <laughs> okay, so I got Caruso, Herb, Bridges, and Zubas. So I either need a four need a or I need a two or three. So I need a big body. Damn. Y'all put me in a fucking pickle and y'all trying to take away all my goddamn picks. But it's but you're okay. You're being a dick. You know these guys aren't fucking role players. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. You know why? You know why? With my final pick, I'm deciding to draft Cole Anthony. Okay. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yours. You, you making me laugh. Cole Anthony. You making me laugh on this one. Give- Look, you cheated me out of my picks, dog. You right? skipped me. You literally skipped me. You didn't say anything. <laughs> you skipped me. Why didn't you speak up? <laughs> I wanted to see how far you would take it. <laughs> Anyways, with my last pick, give me Aaron Gordon at the four. Oh, that's a great pick. I didn't even that's think about nice Aaron Gordon. Pick. Yeah. Damn. All I have left is my point guard. Give me Spencer Dinwiddie. That's good. That's good. That's and I'm just good. I just ran y'all out of the park. I'm sorry. What? Excuse me? You have the worst team by far. Your team is fucking No, cheap. I do not. Nah, my team. <laughs> Let's say our team's out loud. I got Spencer Dinwiddie, Kevin Herter, OG Ananobi, Kyle Kuzma, and Miles Turner. Yeah, your that seems team is so nice. balanced. What am yeah, I missing? I you, you might have the best <laughs> team on your team, but I don't have far the ways. I got I got Marcus Smart, Buddy Hill, Tobias Harris, Aaron Gordon, Brooke Lopez. Holy fuck! I got by far the worst. Holy shit! <laughs> All right. I got Alex Caruso, Herb Jones, Mikal Bridges. Who the fuck else did I get? <laughs> you getting Victor Wembanyama next year? <laughs> that, <laughs> I don't even need to finish my list, bro. And then I got Zubach. Fuck. Yeah, I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. See, Donovan has no like offensive creator. She has no passing on his team. <laughs> just a lot of guys. Marcus Smart. Yeah. He's he he, he mm-hmm. took he took a couple steps. Took a couple Great. steps. 
Great. Yep. Yeah. 37% from the field. Shout out to him. I just need him to pass. I just need him to listen. Tobias Harris is going to trick everybody again and score 22 <laughs> points on this team. It's going to be amazing. Wait, wait, wait. If, if I couldn't select Jordan Clarkson, then why do you have Tobias Harris? He averaged 20. Is he averaging No, he has average 20 right now. He can't be averaging 20 right now. Fuck. Ha ha. <laughs> Whatever. We still probably shouldn't have picked Tobias Harris, but who cares? It's fucking yeah. Tobias Harris. That's funny. Okay. So the next video, I'm going to send you guys some lists. We're going to guess NBA 2. We're going to guess rosters by their 2K ratings. All right. So let me send you the first one. Make sure I don't highlight the name because that would be really embarrassing. If I just gave you guys the answers. Okay. So here's the first list of players. All right, so we got a point guard at eighty six. It's a very, it's a very well balanced roster. Yeah. yeah. Guess which NBA team this is by the two K ratings. All right, so we got a well, a very well balanced roster. We got a a star center at eighty seven, star point yeah. guard at eighty six. What's we're what's really this, real generous in the star here at eighty six? What's this one two combo looking like? I know. I think um, actually no, I'm not gonna do that. So you got eighty six and the eighty seven center. So who are one of the best centers in the NBA to you right now, Donovan? Yeah, Jokic. Yeah, it's not Bede. him. It's not Jokic or Embiid because he it's has because it has to be yeah. eighty-seven. At, um, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if eighty-seven qualifies as one of the best in the league, but go okay, ahead. Okay, one of the better centers in the league. Let him cook. This is a good ass. <laughs> this I'm is trying a good to ass. trying to think. Trying to yeah, think who who are the who are the best like one five? Can we pull up NBA teams just to see the logos? Yeah, I don't care. Right, that's yeah, what I'm doing. Cool. I just have to. I just have to see the logos. Yeah, one of stuff. the best. Yeah, this was this was a little difficult because there's a lot. There's a lot of mid around them. Those mid players could be anybody. And two, yeah. For a second, I want to think like, oh, could this be Miami? But fuck no, this is definitely not Miami. Um, you know what this could be? This Who? could be. Uh, is this Toronto Raptors? No, this is not the Toronto Raptors. Okay. Actually, don't look at NBA lineups. I feel, don't look at NBA logos. Maybe it's, it's more fun if you do that. Uh, okay, no okay, logos. Okay, okay. okay cool. Because it might be a little too easy. It's probably a little too easy. You can just look at it and look oh, the point guard. This has. This might be um know, the Indiana Pacers. It's not the Pacers. Is Fuck. It, uh, I don't think Miles Turner is in '87. I can tell you that. Yeah. Is it? Hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think about mid. <laughs> I can't. But we have who's buns. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the shooting guard is that is an eighty, so like they have a little bit of scoring there. Weak points is the three and the four. Yeah. Ah, uh, mid three this? and four. I'll I'm, say what? if you're trying to think about who are good, not great point guards and centers surrounded by mid, it shouldn't be that hard. Good, okay. not great. Point. I mean, they're eighty six, eighty seven. They're not fucking superstars. Yeah, that is true. Oh, this has to be the. I mean, the Sacramento Kings. This is the no. Sacramento Kings. Yeah! Mm, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! I did that shit. I did good that. Job. Good job, Mo. Bean team. Right, let's get you go. this next one. I'm coming with, I'm coming with the hard ones today. No, no easy superstars yeah. to point out. Yeah, that was good as fuck. Damn. What about this team? 89, 84, 79, 83. This is a good team. Is this the Toronto Raptors? Damn, that was fast. First guess. This is a Toronto Raptors. Damn, you were in your bag. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Took me 20 seconds. Yeah. Just well-rounded. <laughs> All right. All right, who's next? What about this team? Oh, this team is ass, dude. This has to be 
Whoa, 95. This is is this the Los Angeles Lakers? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Los yeah. Angeles Lakers. <laughs> yeah. Hit a quitters. Yeah. I'm on it. Yeah, you're <laughs> on, on you're it. on point. You're on point. That one was kind of easy. That was easy. Yeah. That's funny. This God, is the one team suck. that has this they <laughs> they suck. Suck so well, bad. 80's still a 94 though. That's crazy. You saying he should be higher? Yeah, he should be a fucking 97. The way he plays. 97. Love yeah, that. 97. Yeah, Let me say the hook one more time. Guess these NBA teams by their 2K ratings. You know, I got to put on a little two, a little TikTok voice. Yeah. You feel me? All right. We got one Next, more? Well, no, we got a few more. We got like oh, three okay, more. We're, we're, we're rolling. We got to get a bunch. Yeah. Let's play one game of 20 questions. You know, we've been doing this lately. It's real fun. Last time, just me and Donovan went. Mo, why don't you just get 20 questions with you hosting it? All right. 20 questions. Cool. Um, To make this easier, I already have the player in my mind. I'm going to say, yeah. All right. I got the player. All time, right? Say, um, yeah, all time. Okay. Okay. Go, go ahead and say say the hook. Let's talk again. Y'all got twenty questions to guess the NBA player I'm thinking of, or guess this NBA. I'm gonna player. give y'all twenty questions to guess the NBA player that I'm thinking of. Say it again. Say y'all got twenty questions to guess this NBA player. Y'all got twenty questions to get this. Y'all got y'all got twenty questions to guess this NBA player. Cool. Is he a guard? Yeah. Okay. Is his primary team in the Eastern Conference? Yeah. Okay, Eastern Guard. Is he currently playing? Yeah. Okay, that, that's helpful. Nice. Um, is his primary team in the Central Division? I don't know. What are the What is the Central Division? Bucks, Pacers, Bulls, Cavs, Pistons. No. No. Is he a starter? Yeah. Okay, he's a starter. Okay, there's only so many Eastern starting point guards. This is gonna be yeah. easy. Okay, what is he? Is he under six feet tall? Mm, well, hold on. Isaac, under six said, feet? Why would you ask that? He's not under six feet. And also, Isaac, you said point guards, right? I said guards. Okay, guards. Cool. Yeah. Okay. No. Anyways, no. He's not under six feet. Okay, so he's not a under, under six feet. Is such a wild number to pick. There's only so I, many guards. I thought. I thought. I thought he was shouting him for that question. I thought he was going for Brunson. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a good one. So it's probably a shooting guard. Is he a good shooter? Yeah. Okay. Good shooting guard in the East. Is it, he a good defender? I'll say so, yeah. Okay. okay. Two-way player? Two-way player in the East? Wait, probably how many questions guard. is that? I haven't been counting. Holy shit. Eight. I'm counting. Okay, cool. Wait, I'm going to take a guess. Is this Drew Holiday? Nope. Nine. Ooh, not a bad guess. Okay. Has he made it has he made an all-star game in the last few years? Nope. Okay. Oh, okay. Not an all-star. Oh, this, 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 should, this should be simple then. Let's go ahead and look at this rosters. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Y'all <laughs> looking at rosters? Not rosters, Let's... not rosters. I didn't mean to say that. I meant logos. Hey man. <laughs> I didn't mean to say rosters. I'm, I'm obviously not looking at rosters. <laughs> I think you just blew your cover. We got no, no, I have logos pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> I always have logos pulled up. That's funny. All right. He hasn't been an all-star in recent years, so it's not Jimmy yeah. Butler. Jimmy Butler's also not a shooting guard. A two-way player in the East. Um, hmm. He's over six feet. He wouldn't call Tyrese Maxey a good defender, would he? Maybe. He might. I don't think so. He might. He hasn't made an all-star in recent years. It's not he's probably be. not a... Is this Marcus Smart? Damn, yeah. Let's go. Coming in clutch. Yeah. Coming in yeah. clutch. 
Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> it, I think current is way easier. Current is yeah, way easier. Current makes it easy as fuck. Yeah. Good shit. Dang, you got worked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what can I say? The shit comes easy. Yeah, good shit. <laughs> All right, what's next? Okay. What's next? Next up, I'm going to name some teams. Wait, how do I phrase this? What grade would you give the Celtics for how bad... What grade would you give the Celtics for how their season has gone so far? They get an A. Easy. Yeah, A plus plus. After there were some crazy ass. Not not plus plus. A plus plus. Why not? (laughs) Because they've started to fall off. They lost their one seed recently. But they're still still obviously. But Jason Tatum hasn't been playing. And yeah, he has been catching. They have been catching L's. But still, just with the. But still with. Them losing their starting center, Robert Williams, uh, during the summer to injury, whatever the fuck. And then also all those crazy-ass <laughs> allegations, or not allegations, all those crazy-ass things that actually happen within their organization. And them just being so dominant off the rip and looking like they've not missed a step whatsoever and have hasn't, and hasn't let anything gotten in their way. A++. Easy. Yeah, between Robert Williams' injury and the coaching situation, they had every reason to fall off. And they're probably the championship favorite at this point and might have the MVP on their team. Absolutely. Okay. Easy okay. A. What about the Lakers? D. I mean, I I, I, I don't give them generous. D. I think they started out the season extremely rough, and now they're actually watchable. So I give them a solid. Are C+. they watchable? Yeah, they're watchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give them a C. They they've been a bad, C. but like we we expected them to be bad. They've just been what you expect, right? Like nobody yeah. thought they were gonna be good, and yeah. obviously they started off in a fucking hole, two and ten. But with AD coming back and being amazing, they've started to at least come up and they're fighting for playoff range, fighting for play-in yeah. range now. We couldn't exactly. say that a few weeks ago. Exactly. And now Russ is coming off the bench and I don't see him hitting the side of the backboard every every goddamn yeah. game. This is definitely a C. Yeah, they're, they're what you thought they'd be. They're not below expectations. Yeah, Us. easily. D. D. <laughs> D. They're 13-7. and seven. They're not a good team. They're not, but they weren't supposed to be. A bad team is bad. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, they're not ass, but they're not good. So, you know, it, it is what it is. D. What about the Pacers? I'll give them like like a B plus. They've, re- yeah, they've, they've been great. They've really surprised a lot of people. Tyrese is making that jump. They're firmly in the playoff conversation. So, B plus. Yeah. Good shout out to Indiana. Yeah. Tyrese yeah, is a budding star. Top 20 player in the NBA, potentially. Nemhard looks like a great pickup as a rookie. Miles Turner is coming alive without a big next to him. Everything's been positive for them. And you can't forget the second, the second you can't, and you can't forget the second the rookie of the year race, Benedict Matherin. He's a exactly. fucking whole ass yeah. W. Yep. Yeah. The, the Pacers had no real expectations. This is an easy beat. I'm gonna give it an A. Honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with them. I get. Yeah. I mean, I guess they can have a B because maybe you'd want them to tank to get one more star in there, but. They've been great. No, no, I, I, I wouldn't want, want them to say, if they could play 500 ball with this really young club, I would rather them do that. Yeah, same. I, I think they've been great. Yeah. What about the Warriors? Actually, let me say the hook because this is going to be a different video. I bet. What grade would you give the Warriors for how their season has gone so far? I'd give them probably C minus. Yeah. That's generous, honestly. Yeah. See, see, I just like. Yeah. Listen, I think it's the, a fucking D minus. I think the expectation yeah. was go back to back championships. So they're barely are they in the playoffs right now? Like they're fucking bad. Oh, no, they they they're eleven right now. Because yeah. I'm yeah. gonna have to proudly I'm giving them damn near a F, but I'm gonna give them a D minus because they have Steph Curry. But punching the shit, you got Draymond Green punching your fucking 
young star. Yeah, you can, you can give him an F. Yeah. No, James Wiseman is in the fucking G League. Exactly. James Wiseman is the thing. Moody were fighting for their lives to get fucking 15 minutes a game. Yeah, no, nah, this is an F. Yeah. They could okay. be an F, honestly. Between the drama, James Wiseman has a negative trade value now. You're not, you have no defense, no good role players above the age of 23. Like, yeah. they're, they have not been what you want them to be. Can't right, win a goddamn right, road right. game for your life. This is embarrassing. All right, Get all Steph right. some help. All right, y'all convince me. Y'all convince me. <laughs> F minus. Fuck it. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> what about the Cavs? A. A, a minus. I, I was. I would say A minus. Donovan Mitchell is just dropped into this system effortless, effortlessly. The defense is fantastic. hasn't um, hasn't fallen off. The offense with him and Garland is is fantastic. They're top three in the East and. Yep. Listen, this is this is honestly best case scenario for them. So for I would sure. I would say last four. Gotta be an A. I said before the year they'd be closer to the best team in the East than they would to a mid tier team, and I got yelled at for it, but that's exactly what they've been. They're fantastic. Who yelled who yelled at you for that? You were the fucking entire comment section. I got cooked. <laughs> I got cooked relentlessly. It was crazy. You wow. did. You were like, they have more potential for next year, but not this year. You were on that <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Uh, man. I'm, I'm like gonna fucking play the clip too. If you saying that, <laughs> I like being a fraud. What can I? Four K. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about the Minnesota Timberwolves? Uh, they get an F. They get an F. <laughs> Big F. Oh, yeah. They get. They're I'm, a disaster class. They're how you ruin a young core. Yeah. They have a they fucking traded all them major picks. F dog. How do you? How do you have the best part of your season when the first quote unquote and third best player on your team are both out? And you're switching philosophy now, and they're going crazy. This is embarrassing. This is a mess, bro. They got to put this. This team needs to be a case study in the Basketball Smithsonian Museum on how to ruin a team. Like, everything <laughs> they did was wrong. This is so I embarrassing. It. I yeah. love it. They traded Alden Pick for Rudy Gobert. They, yeah. When they, they already had a big, like, oh. They got an F the moment they made that trade. Yeah, dog. They suck. Patrick Beverly's and legacy, I Patrick be happy. Beverly's legacy looks so good right now. <laughs> <laughs> he is their savior. Bring him back to town. Yeah. What if? That's funny. <laughs> what if? Here we go. One, one more TikTok and we're getting out of here. Would you rather have... Z- At this point, would you rather have Zion Williamson or John Morant? Ooh, give that's me tough. John... No, give me Zion Williamson. John Morant, his shooting was out the fucking roof earlier to start the season. And I thought he, like, improved. I, th- I still think he... Well, nah. His free throw numbers even regressed compared to all his other previous years. So, give me Zion Williamson. I think we, we're seeing him go super sane mode. And this is damn near his final version with the ball in his hands. Generational. Incomparable. You can't, you can't say anything about it. Best at his position when he's playing like this. I think I would I take... Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, Giannis. My bad. No, Second no, best. Whatever. I want to include that. <laughs> no fuck. <laughs> I think I think I would take I think I would take John. Everything that we're seeing from Zion step into, John's been doing that, and he still has a long way to go himself. Like his shooting can still get his shooting can still get better. His defense can still get better, and we're already seeing him be the absolute not only leader of a team but face of a franchise, face of a city in Memphis. Yeah. And so I would take him. I think I would take him over over Zion. I think right now you have to take Jaw still, even as great as Zion's been. Jaw's been better right now. It's proven. But I think we're seeing the signs with Zion of his passing's coming around. He's hopefully going to be healthy. His defense is coming around. I'm going to pick him for the long term. I won't be shocked at all if by the end of the year, Zion's clearly the better player. Yeah. W- but right now, Jaw deserves it. Yeah, give me Zion. <laughs> what about Zion versus Shea Gilgis Alexander? I'm taking Zion I'm over everyone you name, bro. But Shea is nasty <laughs> as fuck. And this is, a, I think... 
Nah, let me not. I, yeah, I, I was about to say nah, this. No, no, no. Go ahead and say conversation, it. But no, nah, give me Zion. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's, it's, Shay's been amazing, too. It's not an easy conversation. Yeah. I'm, yeah, taking, I'm taking Zion. I'm taking Zion. Okay. Okay. Let me re- say the hook. Then. I, I got to put that one first since I put my jaw first by accident. Would you rather have Zion Williamson or Shay Gilders Alexander? I just did that. I love how I'm just giving them the behind the scenes of how my editing's going to work. Would you rather have Zion Williamson or Anthony Davis? This is so funny. Give me Zion. Give, give me Zion Williamson. Yeah. Tough. Even though Anthony Davis has been so great. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's going to be an old man with bad knees and bad ankles next year. And Zion, <laughs> and Zion still has a lot of years left in him. And even if he still has some injury concerns with him. He's twenty three. I was gonna say, old. are you sure he's gonna be healthy? He's twenty three years old. There's still time to to get um there's still time to make up for it. Anthony Davis is about to get get to that hill. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> Damn, this man said Anthony Davis is gonna have Dwayne Wade knees in, in six months. Yep. He's gonna have to go to Germany, go get that <laughs> surgery. <laughs> or else he's gonna be hooping out in fucking Taiwan with Eric nah, Bledsoe, get, Simi, AD's Long, get a, Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Yo, Davis Eric Bledsoe went stupid. Eric Bledsoe yeah, had 51 points. That's crazy. <laughs> Anthony Davis is going to get a knee BBL. <laughs> that would look insane. <laughs> <laughs> Just round kneecaps? Oh, my God. That's crazy. Okay. It's going to be sturdy. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all, the, that's all the videos I got right now. I think we're good. Sweet. Bad. So, if Great you're still podcast. watching here, shout out you. If you're still watching, go ahead and comment. Um, what do you want him to comment? Comment Zion Williamson is literally God. Then I'll know you watched the whole video. <laughs> there you go. Go, go ahead and comment that. Fine. <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of the All episode. Right. See you guys next time. See y'all.